Hello? Who's there? Awi, <laughs> Naina. Who's your mom? Egua, who's your dad? Welcome to Two Crees in a Pod. I biggest Nitsigasun, Ginekoma My name is Amber Dion and I'm from the Kihiwan Cree Nation right here in Treaty Six Territory. I'm a mother, I'm a social worker, and I'm also an assistant professor with McEwen University School of Social Work, and I am joined by my lovely co-host. Hey, hey! <laughs> My English name is Terry Sengens. I'm from Sally Cree Nation, and I am the Director of Indigenous Initiatives in Keogh Weston at McEwen University. Thank you for joining us. We look forward to the conversations. So welcome to Two Crees in a Pod. Today we are joined by the Gadawa family. Um, we're going to start by introducing each of the family members. Uh, hand it over to you guys, and then we'll get started. Hello, uh, my name is Jordan Gadwa. I'm from Kihuan Cree Nation. Cindy Tatusis from Kihuan Cree Nation. Ogisa Gosquel, Nisiga Sun from Kihuan Cree Nation. Charlene Gadwa. Hi, everybody. My name is Jody Gadwa Cardinal from Kihuan Cree Nation. Hi, everybody. My name is Alyssa Gadwa from Kihuan Cree Nation. Hello, my name is Jada Gadwa from Kihuan Cree Nation. Hi, my name is Janessa Gadwa from Kihuan Cree Nation. Hello, my name is Kenneth Gadwa from Kihuan Cree Nation. Uh, hello, my name is Jason Lilwolf from Onion Lake Cree Nation. Hello, Gray Eagle Cardinal from Kihuan Cree Nation. Hola, we just have a full house <laughs> tonight. <laughs> so one of the things that I think is most appropriate for this episode, because um, we're going to be talking about um, song, and I think it's important to maybe start with a song. And uh, Amber and I had a request uh, for Jada's song. And maybe before uh, we do that is, is maybe somebody could speak to the meaning of, of that song and where that came from. Okay, um, I think Jada will speak to it. Um, so the song I'll be singing today, starting this podcast off, was composed by Leo McGilvery and gifted to me to sing at Gathering of Nations Powwow 2016 when I was asked to be head young lady. And here it goes. Hey, I Oh, oh, oh. 
Thank you, Jada. Um, if you wouldn't mind sharing um, along with that song for those who maybe don't understand the lyrics, um, would you mind telling us what those lyrics, uh, what the meaning of that song is? The meaning of that song is uh, angel woman, bless all women. Mm. Thank you for that. Um, I have a quick story. Um, so <laughs> wait, hold on. I have a story. <laughs> have lots of stories. I have, I have a story about these people here. <laughs> no, um, as uh, for our our listeners wouldn't know this, so I'm going to share this story. Um, I grew up right down the right down the hill from from Gray Eagle's home, um, and so Gray Eagle's my neighbor. And uh, one of my favorite childhood memories is when I was younger, I used to go outside and all I could hear was the drum and the singing from up the hill. And it would just come down the hill and we would hear it. And so we'd sit out on our, on our patio when we were younger, like my parents and, and us. And if we were doing like yard work or anything, we would hear Eugene. Mm-hmm. And the boys all singing uh, up the hill. And that makes me emotional because I think about like how that was such a huge part of like my life. And so um, I just want to honor uh, Grey Eagle's father um, for that, that sound that just echoed through the hills. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Eugene and Grey and his brothers, they would teach my parents boys my parents had a lot of young men in their home when they had their group care and gray and and his brothers and and eugene used to uh teach those boys how to sing and uh that was really special and so 
I just want to acknowledge that uh, before we start. And I didn't think I was going to be bawling my eyes out, but here we go. Um, but I just want to acknowledge that. And so um, I think my question for uh, for any of you who would like to answer, but maybe more towards uh, Grey Eagle, is um, you know to talk about the power of song and how you know how you were raised. You know, and and I've heard you talk about the drum. And so, if you if Grey Eagle, if you wouldn't mind sharing with us a bit about the power of this of the drum and song. Okay. Hello, everybody. Hi, Amber. Hi, Terry. Um, yeah, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I remember growing up singing, and we used to, um, uh, long time ago at Powell's before they had PA systems uh, provided. Used to have, you used to have to bring your own PA system for drum groups, and uh, I was never really allowed to sing when I was real small. I didn't start actually singing with the drum group until I was um, maybe about seven or eight years old. But I remember being real small. And uh, so what we used to do, what I remember doing, my brothers used to set up the, um, the PA system because my dad had big speakers and a mixing board and mics and stuff. And we used to set them up on the, on the patio outside the house. And then that, that's where we used to sing. We used to sing outside and it was uh, a daily thing. And um there was a lot of uh everyone had a lot of love for for singing back in the day and it, it it's that way today but it's it's not as um it's not around as as much as it used to be and i, I feel it's because of uh social media and uh, the modern world we live in and and everyone's living such a fast life and everyone's got a lot going on but back in the day before uh internet before facebook and and all these uh different social media places to go um there wasn't very much to do there was well there's actually lots to do there was a lot of playing outside and a lot of singing and a lot of dancing mm -hmm. and uh we used to do that daily and uh we we grew up with it me and my brothers and uh my dad is a um a very ceremonial spiritual guy he he was raised in residential school from when he was six until he was I think 16 or 15 years old, he, uh, he left, <clears throat> but, uh, we all know how that goes with the residential school syndrome. And, um, my dad was luckily, luckily one of the ones who, who beat that. And, uh, he ended up living a really positive life. Uh, really, like I said, ceremonial, cultural, and, uh, he helped out a lot of people and he did that by believing that, the drum uh, heals people and it, and it heals him. It, it healed him on many different occasions. And um, see, because the drum is a spirit. It's, it's alive. And we call it our grandfather, our Muslim, Stigwaski. And um, if we just take care of the drum, take care of this way of life, keep it alive, respect it, treat the drum as if you treat your, um, your uh, a small children. Small children, or or your Muslim, or your Gukum, treat it with respect. Don't just leave it sitting around. <clears throat> and offer a tobacco when you're going to sing. Ask it for ask it for help. Ask it to help you. Ask it to pray for you. Because every time before you sing, well, before I sing, and a lot of other singers believe in this. I'm pretty sure, probably all of them. Um, 
when you're going to sing, you're singing for, for your loved ones, for the people you care for. You're singing for your moms and your dads and your babies. And you, and you, you take out a uh, protocol offering tobacco. You put it on a drum and you ask for prayers. My dad always told me uh, when he goes out and sings, he, he's singing for us, his children, for his wife, for my mom, for the people who are sick, people who, people who can't sing. Because um, that, that's, that's what we do. That's why we sing. And he believes that all of his singing has gave him a, a long life. Uh, my dad passed away in January 2019. And he had uh, 10 heart attacks. And the 11th one is the one that, um, the one that he didn't survive. But um, there was lots of times, a lot of these heart attacks, he wasn't supposed to, he wasn't supposed to make it. He wasn't supposed to pull through. And he did pull through and he believes that it's the drum and this way of life that, um, that helped him. And I believe it too. My whole family believes it. And um, you tell the story to anyone, any first nation, and I'm sure they'll believe it too. And if they don't, then maybe we'll change their minds. And that's, that's how we keep uh, this way of life alive by making people believers. There are a lot of people out there who, who don't really follow this way of life. But hopefully one day they will. It's who we are. It's what we do. And um, I just want to say that uh, I really love singing. I um, carry on what my dad, what my dad was doing, everything my dad believed in. And I got a son of my own. His name is Windy Boy. He's six years old. And uh, my dad taught him how to sing. I didn't. I didn't even. We didn't even really know. <laughs> that that windy boy knew how to sing we were just cruising in a vehicle he was probably about two years old and um uh he started singing from the back seat and we kind of just me and jody kind of just looked at each other and we were kind of quiet just let him do his <laughs> let him do his thing and he was really singing hard and he did a really good job he sang one whole start he did the lead <laughs> he cut himself and then he did the first verse and then he went into some words a song i've never heard before <laughs> it was a a really a really cool song and uh then after he was done, we kind of all freaked out. And we, and we were like, what the hell? Where'd you learn how to sing? <laughs> Who showed you that song? He's like, Muslim Buddy did. And uh, I guess my dad used to, um, every time Wendy Boy would go visit, he'd give him a drum and he'd go sit in the kitchen and they'd sing together. And um, Wendy Boy picked it up really, really quickly. And um, he could pick up a song really fast. And it's just that um, that way of life. It's, it's, it's in our blood. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know it, but um, we're born with this. We're born into it. And if we want to sing, if, 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 if a young boy wants to sing, it's, it's in his blood. It'll be a lot easier for him to learn than for a non-First Nations to learn. Same thing with the language. The language, um, that's another really important, another really important thing in, in our way of life is uh, keeping a language alive. And um, I noticed and I realized when I teach my kids uh, Cree words every now and then, and it's, it goes the same for all um, for all Cree people. When you teach your kid a Cree word, uh, they'll 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 pick it up right away, right off the bat, first or second try. You know, you say, "Windy boy, say Mistigwaski," and he'll say Mistigwaski, like right <laughs> off the bat, like that. It's just it's mm-hmm. it's who we are. It's in our blood. It's in our genes. 
And we don't even, a lot of people don't even really, really realize it. But then you ask a non-First Nation, not even Windy Boy, a, a full-grown adult, a Munio. You say, say Mastugoski, and they'll say, Misty Klaski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? <laughs> and uh, that's, uh, that's something that we're going to have to <laughs> keep alive the best we can, the song, the song and the language. And uh, this is something that I live for every day, and I really love mm-hmm. to do it. And I'm passing everything. My dad taught me pass it on down to my son. And um, it's not something that you could just learn by reading a book or or anything like that it's um that's how we keep our culture alive by passing it on down to the next generation and a lot of these songs that we sing uh ceremonial songs mainly they're um they 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 come to us from you know five six seven seven generations a lot of these songs that we sing come from the you know the 1700s we don't even know i know of a song that my um my dad had taught me it's a hand game song and his father-in-law taught him. And that's my Muslim, Philian Stanley. He was born in 1902. And he heard it when he was about five years old, which would be 1907, 1908. And uh, he heard his Muslim singing it. And that would that puts us right back into eight, you know, the early 1800s, possibly, 1830, 40. And he heard his Muslim singing it. And that's, you know, that, that puts us into the 1700s. And that's, um, that just goes to show everything that I, that I explained. And these songs come with life. They come with power. Mm-hmm. And this way of life does too. And the drums and everything. It all ties them together. Mm-hmm. 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 Thank you, Gray. I appreciate sure, it. I don't mean to ramble on, but I, I just realized I've been talking for nine minutes. That's okay. So. <laughs> that's, okay. that's important. That's important. Um, maybe to um, before we move on to the next question, um, maybe all of you can sing uh, one of uh, Eugene's songs for us, for our listeners. You want us to take Amber back to her childhood? Please memory? do. <laughs> Please. Okay. All right. My dad was uh, mainly a, a round dance composer, and um, he he did he did compose a lot of songs and. Uh, the round dance is a friendship dance, and a lot of the songs are sweetheart songs. So um, we'll sing one that that a lot of people know, and all uh, all the singers here know. Do you it. need us to back it's, up? Uh... <laughs> oh. Don't worry, me and Terry got you. Me and Terry, I, I know this one. I know this one. No, no, no. It's okay. No, we're good. <laughs> just, just lose. Just, just, just lose listeners. <laughs> Just stop. Sagwe is at the very okay. least. <laughs> okay. Uh, my dad made this song for my mom, his wife, in 19, I don't know, I think 79 or 80. But uh, okay, here we go. Oh, 
Terry, really, we're singing in silence. <laughs> we're just whispering the words to each other. <laughs> Terry and Amber, before we uh, go any further, we just want to say that we have um, our brother here who just joined us. He's a little bit late. Um, he could introduce himself. Just say your name and where you're from. Well, me? Yeah. I'm Randall Gadawa. Louder. My name's Randall Gadawa, and I'm from Kihuan Cree Nation. Hi, Randall. Okay. Hi. So one of the things, um, I have a question, but first I just, I also just want to share um, a couple things. I remember when I started working in Kihiwin in roughly, I think that was 2010, 2011, um, and meeting, you know, the girls and working with the girls and, and building that relationship. And one of the things that I noticed right away and that I admired about your family was your connection and your relationship to one another, um, the importance of family, the, the connection to ceremony and culture, and how that has helped your family. And not only helped your family, but I've seen how that rippled into your community and, and supporting others um, within their times of, of whether that was grief and loss or just being supportive and again through ceremony and through song um, and so I have a question and it's it's in regards to you know where did you begin to and and it could be open to whoever and maybe one of the girls want to take this question is when did you start to learn to sing like who was your mentors growing up uh Terry yeah um, we have our our elderly in our in our family, our elderly cookum. So um, we'll uh, we'll let them answer that part for us. Okay. To add to that, they're uh, our biggest supporters in our family. They're the ones that uh, encourage us to keep going. So um, here's my auntie Angie. Hi, Angie. Hi, Angie. Hi, Angie. Yeah, can you repeat that again? I was I was wondering where the the learning of of songs came from. At what age? Like, when did that mentorship begin, and the importance of that within the family? Okay, uh, personally, <clears throat> how uh, all my uh, my nieces, my nephews, my son in laws. And my, my own daughters, when they started singing was when our late brother Hector was alive. My brother died in 2009. He succumbed to cancer. But it was him who brought the family together. He brought us into the sweat house. He brought us into the circle, into the ceremonial circle. 
my brother had lived a rough life, but the past, the last 20 years of his life, he really turned it around. And he came, he came into the sweat house. And with, with that, he invited all of us. He had huge love, great love for all his, his siblings, his nieces, his nephews. And um, he sang, he sang all the time. And then he sang with uh, my, my nephews, Randall and Jordan. He took them in under his wing and he brought them forth and he taught them. He taught them, he taught them what they know today. And then <clears throat> another thing is my sister Lillian, when she used to take these young ladies to the powwow, you know, pack them all in in her van. She had a real nice red boogie van. <laughs> She'd pack them in there and then, you know, to pitch up a tent, they'd all go to a powwow. And then they started listening to the people, the drum group singing. And it just, they just picked it up. They picked up the singing uh, because like um, Grey Eagle said, it's in the blood. You know, there's a lot of singers in my family too, you know, like Grey Eagle's family. And these girls, um, I'm amazed. Sometimes I'm so amazed at the beautiful voices that they all have. It skipped me. <laughs> like, I don't have that. It skipped me, but I sound the best, you know, when I'm by myself. <laughs> and one time I heard in ceremony, in ceremony, I was told, even though you don't know how to sing, creator hears your voice. And if you don't know how to sing, you're a most beautiful singer in creator's um in his mind but these girls are very talented in what they do in the songs that they sing they're quick learners um they have a lot of mentors there's a uh, a lot of lady singers out there who uh, who've come forward and taught them you know and to help teach them not only the women singers but also the men uh sp speaking like on behalf of um uh, Jodette and Chelsea, I can say this personally myself, their mentors came from late Eugene Cardinal, who used to always pick them up in the winter and take them to uh, round dances. And um, they used to use that real big gray car that still parked at uh, Great Eagles Place. And, and they, t uh, they told me that as long as they had sunflower seeds, they were fine. <laughs> Because he likes sunflower seeds. And then there's also the women singers like Dilia Waskowicz, who always uh, encouraged them. There's also uh, late um, uh, uh, Arnold Pete, who came forward and encouraged them to sing. And then there was their late father, uh, Earl Bull. And then there was Edmund Bull, who encouraged them to sing, to keep singing, to sing, uh, to, who taught them how to conduct themselves as backup singers because that itself is a lesson you know and all these girls have been taught that how to conduct themselves when they're standing behind the drum there's so many things that they have to know so many things that they have to learn and they, they learn well and um, I encourage them to keep singing sing from the heart because that's where it comes from from within hi hi thank you <clears throat> thank you Angie um, thank you, Angie. That was perfect. <laughs> that was perfect. And, and I appreciate your, your voice, uh, here this evening. Um, we want to hear you sing some more. So, uh, Angie, you're going to take the first lead. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just pretend you're alone, Angie. <laughs> me too. Close me some me, me I think I'm the best singer when I'm alone. Uh, <laughs> when I'm blasting my fawn wood by myself. Um so uh, we want to hear you sing another song. Uh, you guys go ahead and pick a song, but we would love to hear the meaning of the song. Um, if there's a story along with it, whoever wants to speak to the next song you want to sing. Okay, third and one. Just really quickly before we move on, I would like to um, just um, talk about the, uh, the importance of learning this, learning this way of life. Uh, what 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 Angie just finished saying um, reminded me of a couple things that yeah a, a long time ago before there was social media um, there wasn't really much to do and so a lot of pe- a lot of the youth myself included you know we paid attention and, and we listened but nowadays people people have their their faces and their phones and they don't they don't really listen and there's a lot of stuff that I feel um, is making it uh it's contributing to to our culture and our ways going away and that's the the you know cell phones and facebook and all this and back then there was none of that and it was easy for us you know we had we wanted to be singers we wanted to dance we wanted to play outside and do all this stuff we wanted to learn this and that but now the um, cell phone and social media and games are taken taken away from that taken away from from the kids you know i'm 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 guilty of it my kids too they you know they're, they're on their cell phones they like to play their games and i try my best to 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 get them out of that and i just want to stress the importance of of that to everyone to anyone who's listening you know encourage encourage your your kids your young ones your nieces nephews to to pay attention when stuff like this is happening to learn these things to learn this way of life to learn these songs to learn the way of the drum oh that's a Thank you. <clears throat> so we'll uh, be singing our, our family song. Um, this song um, was left with our family from uh, our late Kokum, Mary Gadwa. And um, it was passed down to my late Auntie Julia, who was the keeper of the song. And it was then passed down to my Uncle Hector when... When he passed away, he he left his songs with uh, the family to continue to keep going. Um, and this song, it's uh, we talk about the white horse to walk with me in in heaven. So we'll be singing our our family song. Yeah! 
Thank you. <clears throat> um, as I'm listening to to you all, I like I know that this is this is the this is our reality with the podcast is that we are recording this to share with our our many viewers uh, or listeners. Sorry, but I wish that people could hear them. You know what I mean, Terry? Mm-hmm. Like I wish that people could be in that room with you because there's an energy. And for, for any of our listeners who haven't been able to experience, you know, being at ceremony or at a round dance or at a powwow or wherever, and, and if you're not able to be, you know, if you haven't ever experienced being near a drum and singers, there's an energy that comes from there that you mm-hmm. can't explain to other people. Like it's, it's visceral. It, it makes your hair stand up on your, well, I don't have arm hair, but, <laughs> but uh, if I did, <laughs> But there's, but there's an energy, there's an energy that comes from, comes from this. And so I want to thank you for, I want to thank you again for, for sharing that good medicine with us. Um, I think, you know, if we were to go to our next kind of like question or, or even open it up to anyone who wants to um, even share a story about how singing or, or being, you know, in this space with each other, how it's helped you personally. Like if anyone wants to share a story about how, you know, singing or the drum, how it's, how it's helped you through, through difficulties. Okay, I'll go. (laughs) It's Cindy. So growing up, um, my uncle Hector, our late uncle Hector was, um, you know, he'd always phone us. He'd always call us. And us being in our young lives, um, you know, being busy with outside influences, um, we would never really make the time. Or we would always, you know, try and have excuses. And um, it wasn't until, like, we all didn't pay attention right away. Um, it wasn't until we got a little bit older that we started to uh, sit and pay attention. And then um, after he had passed, um, we had a really um, hard time. Our family had a really hard time. Um, And it wasn't until the fourth year that he was gone was when um, our family came together and um, realized that that we needed to uh, continue. We needed to continue on with his teachings and, you know, keep singing. And along with um, Eugene, he would um, he would continue to uh, phone us all, you know, to go join him wherever he had to go sing. 
we always had to go and help him. Like he always needed us to be there. And there was always teachings that came along with, you know, every time we were with them. <clears throat> and now, you know, in our adult life and being a mother, it was, um, it's realizing the importance of sharing the gift of song with our kids. So we have our, our, our young adults that we're constantly, you know, pulling in the same way my uncle and the same way Eugene are always pulling us in. You know, you got to come sing. We need your help, you know, and, and we're always complimented on how we make others feel happy. Um, I'll share a story about my uncle Eric. Um, he always talks and he always expresses um, how our voices carried him through his grief and how we helped him and how he shares that he would have never survived the loss of his two kids if it wasn't for us. And that's, you know, that's stuff, you know, that's what we hold close to our hearts. You know, and that's, that's why we do what we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We sing to, you know, to make others feel good. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So maybe, <clears throat> would you guys like to, to select another song to share with our listeners? Yeah, we'll okay. sing. Yep. Yeah. We'll sing a Paolo song. Mm. Just wait, I gotta go get my regalia out. Hold on. <laughs> let's let's get actually, out of the car. Hold on, hold on, Dan. Hold on, Hold on, me and Carrie are gonna get out of the car. Hold on. Oh, let's go. Okay, we'll sing a Paolo song and then we'll share a story after the song. Okay. Clyde Tutusis. Okay, hold. 
we um sing with the drum group Poundmaker. That's where I sing. This is Gray Eagle, and um, uh, the, a lot of the songs that that he makes, they're um, he's got a how many daughters does he guys got? Twenty daughters. <laughs> they got a whole bunch of daughters, <laughs> and they all dance. And so a lot of the, he makes uh, really awesome jingle dress songs and fancy songs and quick songs, and um, that 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 just shows um, his love for his daughters. Uh, a lot of the songs he makes are these kinds of songs and uh, all of his daughters dance. And um, that's the song that we just sang. And like uh, it was mentioned earlier, Powell is, um, this is a really big Powell family, the Gadwell family. And um, there's a lot of, lot of people, if you're listening, if you're Powell people, you'll, you'll know, you'll know exactly what to mean. When you, when you go up to the drum to go and watch a group, there's a, there's an energy that you get when you're standing behind, like you were saying earlier, um, uh, Amber, when you stand behind a drum group, you feel that energy. You can feel it on your chest. You get butterflies and it, it makes you excited. It makes you happy. It makes you want to cry. Uh, it, it's happened to me before. We were down in gatherings and uh, there's this beautiful song Kozad was singing. And my daughter at the time, she's nine now, but at the time she was just a tiny little baby. I think she was probably not even one years old. She must have been about 10 months. And I, I carried her. I went to go watch uh, Kozad while they were singing. And it was just that energy you're talking about. It was beautiful. I started crying. I got tears. My eyes watered up. Started rolling down my face. And it's a, it's an unexplainable energy. So if you haven't been to anything like this, or if you, ha if you haven't heard any, any uh, kind of songs like this, uh, I encourage you to go take part, listen, learn. And uh, it's, it's, there's lots of different kinds of songs that, that are, that, that are being sung by First Nations people. There's Palo, Round Dance, and then along with all the different ceremonies, there's different ceremony songs, sun dance, chicken dance, ghost dance. And, you know, that's just to name a, name a couple, name a few. But, um, yeah, the song we just finished singing is a power song. It's a jingle dress, jingle dress song. And uh, he's got a, a daughter who dances jingle. So I'm sure he was thinking about her when he made it. It's a beautiful song. Mm. Oh. Thank you for that explanation. <clears throat> and actually, my one of my, my final question was actually going to be around um around uh, and you already started talking about a gray eagle about you know how you know you hear you know you hear the drum and you hear the singers at powwow and then you hear them uh in our different uh lodges and i was i was just gonna ask a question about you know how when we have our singers and we have our drums and our rattles going out to places like you know can you explain to people you know some of the places that uh, and not details, but like, you know, is there, is there a difference? Like when, our, when we're, some of our listeners might be asking, is there a difference between a powwow singer or someone who sings in, in sweat? Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, is there differences between that? Are there songs that are shared in, in one place that wouldn't be shared in another place? Uh, definitely 100%. Yes. Uh, like I said earlier, there's lots of different songs and there's songs that we're not allowed to record. Like uh, we can't just start singing a Sundance song right now and uh, <laughs> you know, put, it, put it on Facebook, <laughs> stuff like that. And uh, like I said, the ceremonial songs are kind of more, they are more sacred to us. And the way to learn them is to, you got to be gifted with them. Mm. They got to be passed down and you can't really just go out asking for, for certain songs. I'm sure if, just, it, 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 it all depends on the circumstances. Like, uh, if a young guy has somebody that he looks up to and somebody that he's really close to, and this person has to trust you too to be able to 
to gift the songs because these are these are all songs that I passed down, uh, really uh, sacred songs. And um, as for the singers, yes, the, I know I know a lot of singers. There's there's all different kinds of singers. I know of a whole bunch of singers off the top of my head who only sing in ceremonies. They only sing in spud lodges. They only sing in sun dances, chicken dances, but they don't sing at powwows. And um, these are awesome, deadly, wicked singers. And these songs, you're going to have to... <laughs> There's a couple sitting in this room right now, actually. They don't <laughs> sing at powers or round dances, but they sing in ceremony. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're they're amazing singers. It's awesome. But that stuff you can't you can't really listen to it on 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 your phone or on. Mm-hmm. They they don't make recordings of it. You you have to go and experience for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, thank you for that, Gregel. That's that's important for for people to hear if they have questions about you know when they're listening to you. Uh, again, some of because our our listeners come from all over the world and. And some people might have uh, questions about that. So, so thank you for that. Um, I want to say one more quick thing, and then we're going to ask you to, uh, for anyone who has any wrap-up comments, to go ahead and, and do that. But I just want to personally thank um, uh, Cindy's family and, and uh, all of you, um, because uh, uh, there's times where I'll be like me and I have two daughters, and there's times where me and my girls will just be sitting in our house and and my daughter will just start singing like my oldest daughter, she'll start singing songs. And, and I know she didn't learn those from me, you know, like she, she, she heard them. She heard them when she was sitting at Cindy's house, you know, and she'll come home and she'll tell me stories about how, you know, they'll all be sitting at the kitchen table and Clyde will just come over with a drum and he'll just start humming songs and singing for all the girls. And she's learned these songs because of that. You know, and so know that it like that, that your legacy that your family carries is is going into other people's families. Mm-hmm. It's in my home and and my daughter will come home singing songs uh, that <coughs> she's learned from from Cindy's home. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she knows Eugene's songs because we have a we have a CD in our vehicle and it's <laughs> Eugene singing and she knows all Eugene's songs. So uh, I just want to say thank you for that, uh, for for teaching my daughter those songs too so she's the next pound maker backup singer when you guys want to when you guys want to retire um if there's any is there any other comments that is there anything that you feel our listeners need to hear i think i think we need to share the importance of um when our youth want to sing you know and they share with family members that they want to sing, like the importance of encouraging our youth to sing, you know, and, and going out and seeking that, you know, seeking that help to learn to sing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I will um, share on behalf of the non-singers of the group. <laughs> um so as we know my family sing and um my daughters sing my sons sing uh and it's beautiful and for me when I'm in ceremony or when we're just sitting around like this and we're sitting together I I observe and I sit back and I listen and I know the songs and I can hum them and I can sing them quietly but at the same time I'm singing them in my mind and I'm praying as I'm singing because 
for me, singing is essential. Um, it brings me healing. It helps me when I'm sad. It helps me when I'm down. Um, it brings that emotion. It brings, like it can just, it's like a flick of a switch. It, can, it just lifts you, the energy, the spirit. It carries you. It's like creator knows what you're feeling. Creator knows if you need to shed a few tears and the right song just comes. And it, um, it never ceases to amaze me. I, I sit here and I just watch my family and I'm so proud of them, right from the little ones to the older ones. You know, you'll see my Auntie Helen jamming songs right down to hand games. Like, we're so blessed. We're lucky. And I'm so thankful for the gift of song, the gift of the voice. Thankful that um, as a non-singer, um, <laughs> I'm just thankful. I'm thankful that... Um, I'm able to be a part of this wherever we go. When I hear people sing, it's um, uplifting. And it's prayer, prayerful. Yeah. Hi, hi. Yeah. Thank you, Charlene. So we are going to wrap up unless there we have about eight minutes left uh, for the, the recording. But I just want to, again, if there's any closing comments um, and then maybe we could end with a song. Okay. We have Jordan here. Okay. Who's going to be coming to talk next. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, myself, um, I was very fortunate to have um, strong mentors in my life and to help me continue learning um, our way of life and uh, the ceremonial songs. And one of the things I want to share is that um, my niece, Dal Gray, touched on it a little bit, but it's important for us young adults, young teens, young youth, to know that... Uh, to offer uh, Wapenasun and stay mal when you when you want to learn. Um, you know, any elder out there is is willing to 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 teach. Um, you just gotta ask ask for it. And um, a lot of my teachings come from my my late uncle, and then a lot of the elders in my nation. Um, and also my uncle Roy Bison from Ocean Man. Um, it's beautiful to come together as a family to sit and to pray and to sing. Um, it brings you that joy, and it uh, it brings you that that good feeling in your spirit. And it's important that we continue passing on these teachings, especially to our, our young babies like myself. I have uh, my daughter, Janez. She's five and she you know, participates in the ceremonies and she sings loud and proud. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> she makes requests and she knows what songs are supposed to be sung and if somebody forgets then she <laughs> reminds people. So that's the importance of 
sharing our, our, our culture and our songs and our way of life with the young, the young kids. And uh, this next song I, I would like to share um, comes from my uncle Leo McGilvery as well. He is a big part of our life. And um, we asked him the proper way to, to sing his songs by Wepanasa and Stay Mao and asking him in ceremony if we can sing them and he gave us that that honor to do it then this song i'm gonna sing is he told us that it's for it's for the young to encourage them to learn and the words are um don't be shy for being here just give thanks mm. and he left this song in our our lodge so i would like to share it for all the the young viewers out there and encourage them to to learn, to go and learn the importance of our ceremonial life. Hi, hi. Thank you, Jordan. you for that that was uh that was a fitting fitting ending to this podcast um so as we wrap up i just want to thank uh all of you for taking to the time to gather tonight and 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 be a part of this podcast you know unfortunately you know because of the technology that we're using we can't necessarily have the best sound and so i'm putting it out to the universe <laughs> that we we get you guys in a recording studio <laughs> there's many listeners out there and so again thank you all for for joining us and sharing uh your teachings and your stories and your songs with all of us i hi i hi love you Love, Love you. you. Thank you for having us. 
Two crees in a pod. Two crees in a pod. Natani means. Yeah. Let's go. They pushed us to this point. Frustrations of a common man. Manifest the destiny, preach and pledge the promised land. I'm stuck between taking my journey, live with no honor. Like, what's the use of my kids? Can't taste clean water. A child born into a world, revolution's not a choice. Fighting to be heard, so we make them hear our voice. Remember ancestors' anguish, lightning in our veins. Hear it in a language when they are kitchen for the rain. I am product of people that persevere persecution. Paint me so creator sees me if I go out shooting. Experience our pain when our women disappear daily. Anxious to be angry, pacifists might hate me Trolls on the internet constantly trying to bait me We move in silence, cover of the night Learning from the woods, in the forest Tracking enemies in the woods Reincarnations of warriors riding for salvation Or are we false prophets when we submit to temptation? Colonization is a hell of a drug We all seem to go crazy when we fall in love I said colonization is a hell of a drug We all seem to go crazy when we fall in love I said Two Crees in a Pod.